Dramatica analysis of A Place in the Sun, recorded November 12, 2013, led by Chris Huntley. Welcome. Tonight we're going to do analysis of A Place in the Sun. Weird. And uh, let's get to it. So, we'd like to throw together a little quick not synopsis, but identification of the overall story through line. Don't all jump at once. <laughs> What's it I, about? I think I, I think what everybody's concerned about is kind of the um, this the this nephew of the boss. The boss's nephew comes in, you know, um, uh, and you know, and, and sort of like his his. You know, career path, or you know, or not, or what? You know, it has. I think everything centers around George. Um, and I, I, I'm, I, I'm not sure if it's, it's, you know, that that the overall story is focused on his, um, sort of, you know, career path. But there's not a whole lot of emphasis about that. It's, it's more about his sort of status. Maybe it's about, oh, there's a lot of talk about his background. Like, lots of people are talking about his background and who he is, and then in the courtroom, it's about, like, his real intentions. Mm-hmm. Which right, now, how like, much of that is the main character through it? Well, okay, let's do the main character is... George. 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 Right, okay. So, let's just get that out there. So, um, what part of... The overall story does not include things that are personal to George. No, not, in other words, if you took out his personal life, what do you have left? The big Eastman business and right. family. But but also but also the relationship with this other prominent family. The Vickers. The Vickers. Right. Um, it, it, you know, I mean, even the media is concerned with that. You know, so how he's insinuating himself into that family uh, and kind of living up to his name, but, you know, not so much to his legacy, but... Um, so it's sort of a poor relation moving into the, you know, trying to assimilate into the upper class. Yeah, social climbing. Social climbing. Yeah, social climbing is good. Okay. So, so it's social climbing, that would sort of be a sort of thematic subject matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but more specifically about the it's an activity the, the, the outsider no outsider. no it's it's the Eastman nephew it's the poor well, yeah Eastman he's the poor relation the I mean they relation. really make a big point about him being the poor relation that you know, is he going to fit in and do we have to make do we have to fit him in and all that part and eventually he you know the reason that they don't want to fit him in is because of the thing that sort of like exactly the problem he ends up with. That they would anticipate the kind of problem you'd be having, you know, getting some girl, some nobody locked girl. up, and you, you know. mean in trouble? Yes, in trouble. <laughs> yes, yes. You had definitely had to read between the lines and all the, you know, the things that they couldn't say, so and all the code words and. But if you take George out of the overall story, I don't know that you have. No, but you can still have the poor relation. In other words, it could have been a, you could you could play another <coughs> person other than George. He could also be a poor relation, but you could you could have another poor relation or somebody who's poor trying to fit themselves in that would still tell that same story about that 
that person who is of no social class trying to insinuate themselves, not necessarily intentionally, but who is finding themselves put into this other class and the tensions that that seemed to create. Even though George happens to be, it's kind of like I think he's sort of the protagonist and the main character, so it's hard to separate those. But I think you, if you thought of the story differently and said there was another one that was the poor relation, you could still see George having his personal relationships with, you know, let's say he started off and he was an Eastman, but he was, you know, the, the son instead of the poor relation. You could still see him having, you know, two different relationships. a relationship with one of the workers as well as the socialite. And that would follow that main character kind of thread. Um, whereas the social climbing or the, the incompatible social status elements of that uh, are the thing that you'd find in the big picture. And on that, you know, we don't, it, they spend so much time on the main character, so much time in the relationships, so, so much time on not that big picture um, that I think it's because it's so downplayed. Until the end, it's like the end. It almost everything else disappears. They do the functional. Let's let's wrap up. Let's do the investigation, right. which is main character and overall story. Which is you know how a lot of stories just skip the other part and then bring the relationship back in right at the end and tie it up. Yeah, I, w I was responding to your saying it was more of a uh, main character thing. Uh, well, but well, but when you see, story. remember when did he first see her? Which her? Which her? When did he first see um, <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor? Yeah, Elizabeth Taylor. Well, well he's hitchhiking. Uh, right. Is that yeah. Alice or? Oh, was she was in the car? No, no, not Alice. Alice. That's Angela. 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 Was she in right. the cars? She was yes. the card that was right before he got into the jalopy. Oh. And, and also, right. was she the one? He was looking on the... like depressed, like gosh, I wish she had stuff for me. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. No, he's but he first saw Angela at the party. No, he saw her driving by when he's the very first scene. The credits are rolling. She's oh, driving. She's that's driving, that's and he sees her, and he's looking it. like this, and he's wa watching and watching her drive off. Oh. He's like this, and he looks back, and suddenly there's this jalopy sitting there waiting for him. It's I like, didn't realize that was Angela. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they didn't l linger on it, but it, mm -hmm. you can. The car is the big tail. The question is what you should. I saw the fancy car, or but I didn't realize. I didn't connect that it was actually Angela. Right. Well, that's no, why I said the very first time I met you, even before I met you. I think that's what the reference was. What he saw also, her. was she the girl on the on the billboard? Cause I I got the impression that was the intent that she was the girl on the billboard because he, what billboard? At, the, 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 the Eastman the billboard, swimsuits yeah, oh. on the street. So oh, I don't know, I, but I I don't. I don't think it was. I don't think it was because they didn't sort of refer back to it. But I, right. I, at the yeah, moment, I, mean, I had she that impression. Wouldn't have been caught dead up. There. Her parents wouldn't have let her let her right. be up she there. They're not going to put a social light no. in a bathing suit back then. Not in that context, right. right. <laughs> but the billboard said that point. But it also may have, you know, if it was that type, it may have been, again, if you, if you thought of her, then that may have been one of the reasons they did that. It, I didn't even notice it. This might also, I don't know, maybe part of the overall story, just in that it's, there's a, there's a type of class warfare going on. I mean, there's a lot of class distinctions being made all through, like we... We're not supposed to associate with any of the women in the workfloor, and there's a lot of sign that says no work employees 
beyond this sign and the way his the aunt and the aunt and cousin kind of you know so that it's it's sort of like social climbing and social disdain segregation segregation well yeah you don't sleep where you eat you know that's kind of the the guy at the front the guard he's like the uh george comes in and says can, have you have you seen East Mid or something like that? And he's like, Not I've been here five years. I haven't seen yeah, it. Right. Something like that. Right. right. So, yeah. So they play a lot on that thing of he's so outside, and he, and and then even Shelley Winter, she can't believe that he's not going to be uh, supported more. It takes quite a bit into the movie for you know for her, her to finally go. Oh, actually, he may get support. Anyway, I just think that's right. part of that overall story. Okay. And uh, what about the influence character or characters? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's supposed to be who you think? If, is there a handoff? Or? I, I think it's just Elizabeth Taylor. Angela. Angela. I, I think that's, it, it, as far as the author's intent, I think, I, I mean, that's as far as I would go in terms of any kind of certain answer. Um, you know, in other words, I don't know who changes who. Oh, or right. if anything, if anyone changes. But in terms of who I think the, uh, they intended the second most important character to be, it would be her. Right. Elizabeth Taylor. And, and, and I think Shelley Winters is not one of the... She dies. Well, no, but she also is... I mean, she's definitely part of the, the mixing of classes. Right. But isn't Alice the, the other character? Isn't she... She's not influencing him in the same way. That, but she's... But Angela doesn't come into his life starting to influence him until he's at that birthday party, or he's at the event at his birthday. And up until that no, point... No, no, but he, the very first... I mean, he sees her on the road. But he sees her when she, he goes to, to his to uncle's, uncle's house. Uncle's mansion, because you hear the music when she walks in. So that's the first clue. <laughs> but but <laughs> she's she influence him at all up until that point? I mean, it's like he has this kind of attraction to her but well, it depends but we will figure out what the domains are I mean we see exactly what if it is what the nature of that is okay. and if it's and if it's Alice then you know I'm just saying so that's where I'm trapped because I, I see Alice doing more causing him to do more um, affecting him more first having a relationship with him um, then threatening him later um, so that he has to act mm-hmm. and so Oh, I, I, I'm I just think, saying I don't I know think, how to separate those two. It's one of the two. All right, because well, let's put that, it down, and then uh, we can, you know, as we can explore it. It could as we even go. be a handoff from the mother, because from his mother. Yeah, if you stop to think about it, her lifestyle and the fact that she was poor and what have you, that impacts but him that, to but, want to get to have. But that more defines ahead. him. I think he, he identifies himself by his family. In fact, when he was describing himself to his potential father-in-law, he pretty much was defining himself in terms of his father and his mother, which his uncle's family was doing the same thing, right. you know, defining him in terms of his relationship to them. So I think that really, I think not only does it, do the other characters define him in that sense, but I think he does himself as well. You know, that sort of the religious people, you know, the one who have disdain for money. Ooh, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of thinking that his uncle 
me do a handoff to Angela and the uncle together because the uncle sees something in him. And I think the uncle facilitates it, but I don't think he has any necessarily any. He doesn't last all the way the story. No, but he also doesn't really have any. I don't think he really has any influence on him. I think he just he's a. If you're going to have someone who's a catalyst in the overall story, he's probably or or guardian or something like that. Somebody who's a helper. helper. He, that's kind of what he does. He helps him, but there's really no. In, yeah, he's so, he's a little bit even surprised that George comes up with these ideas. So it's not like he said, "Come up with some great ideas, we'll advance you." George right, does right. that. Now he doesn't have it. It's it's like, again, his his connection to George is that he is a relation. Yeah, you know, his family. He's an Eastman. Yeah, with with a little bit of kindliness, but not a lot. It's not right. The uncle hardly even knows him. No, he doesn't. He's and he doesn't want. He doesn't really want to. Yeah, right, right. he's walking through the line. He's like, "Hey, who's this? Oh, well, that's your nephew. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't know he was in this department." Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, did you were say something? Yeah, I was just going to say. To me, the difference between Alice and Angela is Alice is it's more an objective sort of thing. Like she fits within the overall story. Whereas with Angela, it's more like a personal... Right, in other words, the, in, the initial inequity is set up is don't sleep with anybody at the office, and of course, and Alice is like, here First thing he does. But it's more like, <laughs> just like a... You know, so that there's the inequity that you know it's going to somehow have to be resolved, and it's probably not going to end up in a good place. Well, I'll be curious to see, because I'm, I'm not clear how Angela influences him. Oh, because she drives him to murder. But I mean, what, what's, what's the change? What, what's she trying to do? Ah, ah, that's different. The change yeah. is steadfast. Let's hold off on. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. Well, one of them, but but I don't see influence from her. I see okay. he's attracted to her. She, she's tempting to him. Right. But I don't see influence. So. I don't think she has to try to influence him. No, I there's think no, she intent, only has to intent is them. not necessary. Right. Right. Even awareness is not necessary. Right. It's the... Existence in some cases. Okay, and then with the relationship between George and Angela, romantic love story. Yeah, but also you know there's the the class difference that plays into it. It's no, nope, 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 not in the relationship. That's the not at all. That's the one thing. There was never ever an issue. Yeah, he loved her. She loved him. It didn't matter. It was Romeo and Juliet. They didn't even. I mean, everybody else has a problem with that, but. They don't have a problem with okay. that. That's a really important distinction because that's where you get it's up in the overall story. Yeah. Um, and it's good that she's not like a cousin or something. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're just two two, fam two two rich families that just don't know each other. That's that's right. really the only relationship. It's just their and the fact that. The rich, other rich family happens to have a blinking sign outside his yeah. bedroom. Yeah, right. Vicar. <laughs> Constantly. them. <laughs> flashing her name. And it's like, hmm, there's a way you can have an influence character with speaking without actually being present. And they did a lot of those kinds of things, especially with the, the superimpositions and the weird dissolves and stuff. They did an awful lot of here's what lot of it's supposed to mean kind of thing. Right. And sound as well. You know, dogs barking, uh, police sirens, the you know. Bird, the murder bird. The, right. <laughs> Balloon. Balloon, right. Yeah. So they, they use that a lot to clue you in on, I mean, now it's kind of heavy-handed. 
compared that back then, I don't know that it was necessarily as heavy-handed because people weren't quite as, as you know, didn't have that as much film experience and media experience as we, we, we've had. So they had to kind of be a little heavy-handed with it just so that it's like, oh, maybe this has something to do with it. Five just minute, the thought. Five-minute dissolves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. In and out. In and yeah, out. Yes. Exactly. Cross dissolves going. And that's why I said they're really more superimposition that than, you know. They should have had just right. blinking arrows. Yeah. <laughs> well, today it looks like that. I don't know that it necessarily was read that way. No. Just like saying that I'm in trouble, you know, everybody knew what that meant, but you didn't have, for that kind of thing, you didn't have to say anything because you couldn't. But the other things, they, you know, were not the same. The awareness of the other, the visual and the auditory language cues or sound cues were not nearly as, um, I think, probably as obvious to a lot of audience members. Okay, so I'm going to skip the, well, <laughs> skip resolve for the moment. All right. Um, how about main character approach, doer or beer? And give examples this is the main character personal preference. I think he's a doer, pretty obviously, because <laughs> what? Yeah, he. The first thing he does is uh, leave home, go and and get a job with the the Eastmans. Uh, um, he kills the girl. Well, actually, he does. Uh, well, actually, think, no. He. Think I mean, I know you can. Moments. Think of the personal uh, moments. He, he does. All right, he's, he's, he, um, he's No, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, just think. In the in the theater, when she's sitting next to somebody and he realizes she's not with that sailor, he moves right over. That's an excellent example. Keep going. There are a bunch in that sequence. Um, he's got his hands all over her. Yeah. He's, you know. Yeah, the arm is on her. Oh, right. I'll go in the bedroom. Uh, you know, to turn down the radio. You know. Oh, I'll close the door. It's. I mean, he is. He is really fast mover on all of that. You know, he doesn't definitely. The thing is, he's he is a an extreme brooder. You yeah. know. But so the question is, you know, in those moments when he's dealing with. Um, Angela, is he a doer or is he a beer? Yeah, she's she's driving all of the initial contacts and moving things forward within that their relationship. He's quiet. She's always trying to read what he's thinking. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? He's not expressing himself at all when he's around her. But yeah, when he's around Alice, he's all over. He's making all the moves. Right. So I I mean I not I I don't know about you, but it's. it, I see a lot of both. I'm not sure exactly which one is dominant in which, which context. <laughs> this may be one where we wanted to pick the domains and use that to help inform you know, our, our choice as opposed to vice versa. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I can see, you know, in different contexts, he has sort of completely different approaches. I mean, there, I mean yeah, I mean, even given what you said, there are times when it's just like he just... He just dripped beerness. Yeah. Because he was just <clears throat> when you see him walking in, you know, it's like I, it, it's just his his posture. You know, 
he's not doing anything, but his the way he's holding himself, this posture, and the, even the way he's he's dressing, just kind of is what's communicating. And and so many times when he's just he's um, he's just seriously thinking about things. I mean, especially yeah. in both, but that's not the first time when he's just like. He's thinking and thinking and thinking and trying to decide and sweating and trying to decide how he feels about. Well, when he goes to know. that, remember he goes to that party, you know, and he sort of moves between one group and another and sort of takes on different. Well, sort he of tries, people. but well, he's doing. Well, he's he's actually approaching them, and they move on, and he's kind of left standing. Yeah, there. but, right, but that's not. No, you can't. He's not. <coughs> a, he is a material, corporeal person. So he's not going to float in or something. He does have to exist in the real world. The question is, you know, when he goes, there's a group, and he kind of like stands, and then he starts smiling because they're all laughing and stuff, and then they leave, and he kind of like that sort of drains away. It's almost like he's trying to fit in just by Osmosis. by being there and being one of them without, he doesn't do anything. I mean, he puts himself there and then tries to sort of fit in. And same thing in the job. He's just like, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, I'll, sure, I'll do. Yeah, I'll, I'll go along with your rules. I'll fit in. I'll, you know. Uh, I mean, he he goes to buy the suit. You know, before he meets his uncle, he buys. You know, he buys a suit so that he can put forth an impression. Um, so he that so he's not too out of place. And that seems more well, uh, the changing first, yourself. The, the you first know. time he he doesn't right. It's the second yeah. time he. Oh, the first time he does. Before, no, before he first time he's in one he's in the sort of the drab suit. The next time he goes and he's like really dapper. Yeah, because he's going through the town and he sees the suit and right. pays three dollars to get the suit. Yeah. And uh, uh, but that's before he goes to the mansion. Yeah, I think you're talking about the actor's affectations. If you look at all of his movies, his body of work, that's the way he is. Well, so is Keanu all the Reeves. Time. I mean, Keanu Reeves generally plays a beer. I mean, that's just the way you know. A lot of actors have. They're the kind of thing. Well, I, do, I think it's a I think it's a false positive. That's what I guess I'm saying. Okay. So he's a doer that just sort of looks like a brooder sometimes. Yes. I'm not sure because he. I mean, with Alice, he's very aggressive and taking action. With Angela, she's driving around him around. She's asking him out. Within work. Uh, work is doing stuff. But work is the overall doing. story, which that might require the, the character to do something in a different context. But the, right. the, this question is a main character question. That's why it's a preference, not what they necessarily do. Well, it's it, what comes first. Or it's what, what they, their, perf their preferred mode of solving problems would be, either to do something, and if that doesn't work, then sort of try to fit in or change themselves somehow. Or change themselves, and if that doesn't work, then try to figure out how to do something to make it work. What about when the police show up at the vicar's, and he hops the fence and runs away? Well, hold on to that thought. Well, let's go to, let's go to the story driver, then. Is it action or decision? I don't think he can make a decision. It's not about him. Well, well, story <laughs> driver, not main character driver. Story driver. The in, okay, the inciting incident is that um, uh, uh, George is holding a card that says, you know, you know, uh, ask the guy at the front. You know, he basically shows up with the card that says, you know, tell, you know, tell the the guy at the front gate that, you know. To, to call me or something like that. So he shows up 
with this, you know, the boss wants me to be here. I'm here to see the boss. Um, so that's kind of an action, but then again, or, or it's the inciting incident when, when, when the uncle says, I'm, you know, I'm going to give you a job. Yeah, I'm not sure which counts as the inciting incident here, what sets the plot in the motion. Well, I'll look to some of the other act turns. It might be a little easier. Well, the girl dies. And I don't think that girl dying... I mean, that's... that's well, she, okay, she gets pregnant. That's, that's a, a big, big act That's turn. a big act turn. Okay. <laughs> uh, she gets uncle, killed. The uncle as a character, I think, is more furniture as opposed to a character. So Well, he helps, helps drive the plot. Well, well, right, but as... Not as like a, a solid character that is really making decisions. Made. No, but that's not how decision work. It's not about a character making decisions. It's like there are, it could be a group, it could be a decision is made, or there's someone deliberating. It doesn't have to be a principle, it could be anything. So it's like decisions are made, actions happen. So the, the story takes a big turn when she gets pregnant. The story, the, his, that, well, sort of one of them is he starts having a relationship with an employee. Um, or, you know, another one is that, you know, he gets a job. When she discovers... He, he, he sees things. Angela in the when, theater. When she discovers... Alice. Alice. When she reads Alice. the newspaper. And right. When she, no, when she... When she read, yes, she sees the newspaper. Because that's when she decides to go up there. The, you know, there, there are these... Major turns. The one when, of course, he gets captured. That's the that's the last act turn before you have the court. Uh, the last act, right? And yeah. then ultimately, it sort of you know he gets. Well, what's interesting axed. is that the well, true, right? But because I was watching this, it's like, oh, is the movie going to end after the jury verdict? And it didn't. It didn't. It didn't end there. You still had the right. But but then you, it's also okay, well the governor governor was not moved, so okay, so you're not going to get a stay, blah, blah blah. Okay, and so it's like I guess yeah, it ends on a note of dead man walking. Right? I mean Right. They just didn't show the end, just like they didn't show the end in the fugitive. Right. But it's essentially when he gets electrocuted, the story is over. Um so but the, the my point being is that the whole thing about jumping over the fence and all of that, that had more to do with this because that was overall story. That's the big picture. It had nothing to do with his personal life. That was him, you know. That was the the guilty party running away. And it wasn't because of a decision. It was because they found the body and you know, and then they were able to track him down. Um, and he saw the police car there. Um, and even with Angela, you know, we, we see her drive by, or she walks in on him playing pool, so that's an action on the city. Right, right. I mean, the, the, the fact that he shows up, and then they, you know, is what gives her, gets him a job. His uncle decides to give him a job, but that would not have happened if he hadn't quit his job and showed up, showed up at the, you know... Or a chance meeting in Chicago, I think he said. Yeah, we didn't see that, though. So, okay. you know, you can keep on going backward and backward, but the part with, that's in the movie mm -hmm. is when he shows up and ha hands the card and, and mm -hmm. is then, you know, is makes the receptionist or secretary says, here, talk to him. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that pretty much, that, that point is when 
The uncle decides, oh, why don't you come on over? And then when he says, oh, and why don't you, and he shows up, oh, why don't you give him a job? And, you know, so, and he happens upon him, oh, well, let's do, let's move you up to a different position. You know, it always seems to be preceded by some action that the, the decisions that are, that are um, following that. I mean, there are some, it's not, it's not a one for one, but the, the, the larger ones seem to be more of that nature. Um, so, how about a time lock or option lock? I know there's no deadline, so it's, it's not necessarily a time lock. Well, if it's an option lock, what are the options? Can I get an abortion? Can I kill her by drowning? Well, this is the story, so no, just don't... Don't say can I because that's okay. looking at it very subjectively. Well, okay, so George has some baggage. No, I'm gonna use George. Say, so what would you label him as? Well, he's the poor relation. Yeah, the poor relation is climbing the social ladder, and he's got some baggage that could really tear him off the ladder quickly. So the options are figuring out how to get rid of this baggage as soon as possible. Right. So you Abortion is one of those. Well, it seems to me that the the goal, though, those aren't the goals. I mean, it's, those aren't the things that are tied to you know, bring it to climax. The things he seems to be going toward. I want it, I want this woman, right? I want the love of my life. The social climber. The social climber. No, the social climber wants wants to be part of the the upper echelon, and then you have all. Then once she's, once they actually start their relationship. The social climber basically has a, a, a relationship against company policy. That's when the inequity really begins. I mean, really. Because at that, up to that point, there really is nothing, there's no yeah. conflict. Mm -hmm. The minute the two of them run into each other in that theater, yep. which is in action, that's when it starts to move down that path that ends up in murder and, you know, and, and uh, execution. So it's, it's that, that uh, so once that inequity has begun, it's, that's all those different pieces are tied to that inequity. The, and and know, actually the out. final option that he exercises is actually telling the truth um, in, in the trial, which, but, but it's still too little too late. And then some failure. So that you know, um, that, so that's why I do think it's an option lock. Because the final option is just just tell the truth. I think the yeah. final. Well, yeah, sort of. They kind of make the final option the 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 governor, but that's not even really thrown. In. That's sort of thrown out at that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's a really weird one. It's kind of like the, the idea of clemency should have. Probably introduced earlier, yeah, so at least right. there was. Isn't the jury the jury verdict actually the option lock in the story? I mean, once once they say he's guilty, that's the end of the story. The rest of it's all like an epilogue. Sort of. I mean, it's main character and relationship through line. Um. All right. Outcome: success or failure. As long as he's allowed to option that yeah. failure because I have to ask. Because he fell off the social ladder. <laughs> Wait, he got his ass there kicked. Was, there was no the social, social integration, right? Yeah, exactly. He was not successfully exactly. 
integrate in the higher social class. And judgment, good or bad? Bad. I think he feels bad. You know, I don't think he's... I think he's going to feel 100,000 volts. He is deeply honest when he talks about, you know, I had as good as killed even though I only thought about it. So he grows in some sense of you can't Sure, but what where, what does he, he what does he say to what does he say to um, Angela? Love me for as long as the time I have left, and yeah. then forget me, and then forget me. Yeah. So I uh, don't think he's really. This is not not a really good place. Yeah, I don't think he's right. thrilled. No, it's not like he's gonna forget as he walks off. We see that her face superimposed over his head. Over and over again. <laughs> no, but I mean the last shot. You know, he's he's going to his death, and he's still thinking about her. Right? You know, so... And the original story was called An American Tragedy. And right. The remake of The American Tragedy. And American Tragedy. So, maybe right. you're bad at following no. that. Yes, but you have to still illustrate why. Right, just, I know. You know, just saying. <laughs> oh. All right, how about problem-solving style? Linear or holistic? Is he a linear problem-solving problem solver? Okay. seems pretty linear. Because... Everything he does from the time he starts out to going to uh, getting the job to f how he wants to fix uh, the problem with his girlfriend to how he ultimately fixes his girlfriend by letting her drown. Uh, well, and even even that, that, calculating that, it's like, oh, she, um, well, he no, didn't. She, somebody she, she he said got something that story about oh, someone died, died a year ago. Right. He got, and and oh, don't don't go swimming that. on the beach when the beaches are unpatrolled. Hmm. And you she know, doesn't right. know how to swim. And she doesn't right. know how to swim. Right. So exactly. it's, it's, right. Those aren't those aren't disparate things. Those are all directly connected. Right. Yeah. He um, didn't have to do deduce anything. Well. The writer did all that work for right, him. Right, but it wasn't. It wasn't like he was trying to find out how all these things were connected. It's just they were right. in a, fell right in a, right in his lap. Yeah. Okay. Let's um. Let's. Do we want to talk about main character resolve at this point, or want to wait well, a little bit? Knowing that it ends up failure bad. Um, no, I don't want to talk. About it. <laughs> <laughs> you can, but I'm not going. To. Well, uh, let's talk, okay. <coughs> Angela, she changed her steadfast character and why? As the influence character. Steadfast. Steadfast and why? Because she loved him in the beginning and she loves him even more at the end. Okay. Even though he's on death row. Right. He's done all these awful things. He really loves him. Okay, so she loves him. Right. <coughs> now, is love the, the issue... And that's why when we get down to whatever the problem is, that'll probably help us tell who's... Structurally, we'll be able, may be able to see who's a change of steadfast character better than subject matter-wise. She certainly seems to be a steadfast character. He seems to be a changed character in that he has sort of realized that all the things that he was sort of telling himself he was just sort of lying to himself and sort of like, okay, I, I really am guilty. Because he, he saw himself as being innocent and innocent and innocent until the last question about, you know, what, what were you thinking when 
you're in the water and she's drowning, who are you thinking of? And that would really make the difference. If you're thinking of of Alice, then then you're then that's you know you're, that's a that was a good thought. If you're thinking of the other woman, then you may not have actually killed her, but you were you wished her dead, and that was and that you, made you guilty in and your you own didn't mind. Save her, right? You could have, right? Uh, Angela, I don't see any person. I don't see any change in her personal philosophy on life. Right. Daddy takes care of my speeding tickets. I play all day. But that's Whatever. not where that's not where she has the influence. It's not her money. It's, it's sort of her unconditional love, in spite of her money. You know, mm. I think that that's the thing that he's not used to because the kind of thing he's getting from Alice is a completely different kind of. He's he's it's very physical, and it's. Emo- not really emotionally driven at all. On her side it is, but not on his. Does he know that she has unconditional love at that point? I mean, At which point? At the point where he goes to kill Alice, because obviously if he thought she loved him unconditionally, why would he be so set on murder? Um, well, he wasn't set on it, but I mean, he also pretty close. was looking at his own interests over that of, of Alice's. And that's really where the guilt and innocence was, is the difference between, you know, you intended to do it, something happened, and you allowed it to happen. That's guilty. Right. But where I'm getting at is if Angela is an influence character on him because of his unconditional love, which is what you implied, I don't see that he knew that. No, but that's not when he changed. The, 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 in the water, that wasn't where he changed. But when did he change and when he was be talking to the pastor at the end, or the priest, or whatever he was. But even then, she came after that. Her visit was after that. Right, so that we could see she was a steadfast character. In other words, it was proof she did not change. And it mirrored his, which was, I love you unconditionally, I love you unconditionally, I love you unconditionally, I love you unconditionally. I love you for now, but, you know, forget, forget me. You know, so I because he wants he wants her to do anything for her, and in the end, he's basically letting her go, and telling her move on, which was okay. not where he was, even up to the up until that last moment. You know, he didn't really put himself in a position where he saw himself guilty in any way, and once he seemed to recognize his complicit, his sort of his lack of action. Is being seen sort of as murder, then that changed, he, I think, how he felt about himself, and he did not want that person to be with her, because he, he now felt like he was, you know, the murderer, that he, he'd been, mm-hmm. he didn't think he was up to that point, even after he'd been, you know, accused, I mean, found guilty. It wasn't until that scene with his mother... And the and the priest or whatever. Okay, so how about the domains? Anybody got any uh, ideas? What jumped out at me? I, here's the thing: when I when I look at the main character, uh, on the one hand, he you know 
on the domain level, I was kind of thinking he seems to belong in situation. He's, you know, the boss's nephew, blah, blah, you know, you know concerned about his status and everything. But on the concern level, the, you know, the contemplations, the, the impulsive response of the memories, the innermost desires, I, I just, that seemed to, re that le on that level, it really seemed to resonate strong. That's another problem why, you know, I'm having a hard time picking Doer or Beer, too. Because um, I feel like it's one of those two. Um, um, situation. Right. So, I, well, on the domain level, I see situation. On the concern level, I see... Except I think, it, I think if you... If you if you look at it, whereas he's not as concerned, he personally is not as concerned with his situation. However, her status absolutely influences him. Okay. Alice. I, I, Alice's yeah, situation. No, Alice's, I'm no, sorry, Angela's. Angela's. Angela's status is the thing that challenges him. That's why we always, say, always try to avoid having two major characters starting with the, starting the same, same letter. letter. <laughs> yeah. Right, Alice and Angela, and they basically yeah. fulfill similar functions, but <coughs> not exactly the same. One's objective, one's subjective. But I think that's what's going on, is that, because he has no problem saying, I came from, this, you know, this is where my history is, you know, this is what I did, this, this is who I am. That's that. That didn't seem to be thing that was defining him as, you know, where he saw problem with him. It seems more like he sees, you know, he's got his eyes set high, and um, he's willing to, you know, and he's like, okay, eyes on the prize type thing. Right, but um, from the opening scene, he sees the girl in the in the convertible and. Yeah. Right. And then the jalopy pulls up. I think it's it's completely intentional that, you know, you, there's that contrast between, you know, haves and have-nots. And he's in the have-nots category. By the way, it was a truck, not a jalopy. A jalopy is a car that's that was uh, modified back then. Into a truck! No. <laughs> it's a truck. Just trust me on that. All right, a truck. See, to me, jalopy just means an old vehicle. Yeah. No. But okay, sorry, I stayed <laughs> correct. Specific meaning. It was a, it was a really, you know, sort of a Depression era truck. Look, it, mm -hmm. it looked like that. Looked like it was a, a farmer's truck, actually. Yeah, it looked like a taco truck with no tacos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the birds are still there, yeah. ready to be cut up into tacos. Mm. Um, coach. <laughs> so I think that you know, he's. You know, once he saw, from you know, when he found out, oh, his rich relatives want him to come, he's like, okay, I'm going to do whatever's necessary to make this happen. And sure, I'll box underwear or I'll stack boxes of underwear, whatever it takes, you know, I don't mind. Mm -hmm. But well, first time he lays eyes on, on, on uh, Angela. Angela, especially when he sees her, like, at the door, it, that's who he has interested. From that moment, that's where his, his he personally is like, that's what I want. He's pretty fixed. That's yeah. my innermost desire. Big time. Yeah. Big time. And he's just, and, and I think because, you know, as a beer, and he, and he, and Montgomery Cliff pretty much almost always played beers. 
But as a beer, which is one of the reasons why I think women really like him, mm-hmm. I completely don't get it. But women, women like him. Um, I think that you know it's that everything's all this passion, all this stuff is bubbling up inside. But he's he's. But you never know in, what incapable. it is exactly. No. Well, you know because basically those around him tell him tell us what he's thinking. Yeah. 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 It was James Dean before James Dean came along. I think. No, they're they're. Were they oh, contemporary? Same time, yeah. Oh, I thought he yeah. came around at 55. Yeah, uh, two, he was two about studios three him. years before James Dean. Mm-hmm. Right, but they, were, four but they were also... He was still... He was there until 66, so... Yeah. Well, I mean, they they, they overlapped. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> yeah. Sure was. Okay, so I mean... Both method actors. Right, right. So, I mean, if you had the main character in Fixed Attitude and the influence character in Situation, again, and of course for her, her situation doesn't, is really, she doesn't even, it's no consequence to her, but it's that, sta- that status, that is the thing that challenges him yeah. and forces him to have to, you know. And Alice has a situation... Also, that has an impact on George. Pardon? Ellis has a, has a situation of being pregnant. Yes. That has an impact on George as well. As also being a um, an employee. Co-worker. Co-worker. Right. So it, it, it does it's work. challenging. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. No, she doesn't challenge him, and but she does challenge him in the overall story. Right. Um, so... In the re- so now we have to place the relationship and the overall story in one or the other. Where do we see conflict coming from? I mean, in the overall story, the conflict. Yeah, which which domain? Um, I was I was thinking I the relationship story was the activity and the, the overall story was manipulation um, because. More of the psychology of class and moving family members around and nepotism and felt like a lot of you know a certain amount of dysfunctionality about who gets promoted and how and how we look at different class groups. What about um, for overall story in manipulation where we have looking at the four things? Um, Changing one nature, there's people are concerned about his social integration, being able to change his nature from a poor boy to a socially, yeah, by, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and playing a role in the meantime and um, developing a plan to uh, elevate him along the social ladder. And conceiving becomes a plot point. Because, <laughs> yeah. Yes. <But. laughs> or not. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and then and then conceiving an idea and how to deal with my problem. But if the problem, but if the problem, because that that would be my guess too, would be the guess. But what if? But are the problems in the overall story psychological, or are they activities like he's messing around with somebody he's not supposed to be? That's a, that's a those are those are problems. Well, the problem mm-hmm. comes around, especially if you think of the result of that. If you include Alice as an influence character during part of it, especially the part where the parts are. <clears throat> I think she she falls falls into it. Yeah. But if you think of the conceiving thing, I'm not conceiving the the getting pregnant, that isn't obtaining in a I want to get rid of 
and yeah. and uh, mm -hmm. you know, but it's again, is that the overall story or is that part of the relationship? Well, mm. that's not part of the relationship. No, no, no. no. I, I, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. I'm not trying to dictate it. I'm trying to. No, because it's more objective in nature. So then, that's what you're looking at. Is you're looking at the problems. Their relationship is part of the overall story. It's not the relationship through one. Correlation, uh, yeah. The relationship with Alice is part of the overall story, not part of the relationship through them. I so what you're seeing with them messing around and having an office affair and all that stuff—that's stuff he's mm. not supposed to be doing, which <coughs> causes conflict, which is why he has to kill her, which is more activities. Here, here, yeah. Okay, what, when you're looking at the uh, the the relationship through line, the subjective story, um, you're not looking at two people who are like have these, you know wildly different philosophies. What, what you've got is that uh, 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 it, you've talked sometimes that there's the, you know there are sort of like destructive relationships and constructive relationships or, or ones where, where things are being you know you're breaking things down or you're building things up and it seems like this is a relationship that's building up right that's that's, that's starting from zero and right. growing into something and when I when I see and so it's not so much that there's a conflict, but where, the, the way in which the relationship is growing, I think, is through activities, um, through the, you know, flocking around the lake and, and, and getting on the boat and then all the relatives follow and they zip around, you know. The, the jumping walk. in a car. Right, right. Taking off. That's, that's, that's all, you know, everybody. That's the, two the time together. The thing is, I think what yeah. happens is, is that if you think of the, again, this is the relationship. This isn't one or the other. Right. It's the relationship. And the one thing you could say is that the other woman threatens the relationship. Mm -hmm. And, and the, the secretiveness or whatever, the, the strained relationship that it has to do with that other thing. But what is the biggest problem in the, with her being pregnant? Her being pregnant in and of itself isn't the problem. It's the social stigma Mm -hmm. That's the problem. It's not a physical problem. Mm -hmm. It's a social problem. Right, because it's like, why it's not, like, you know, I mean, first of all, there's, there's, it's a time period. But even more so than that, it's like, oh, my God, what will my uncle think? What will, you know, right. what, what will, you That's know. That's why in a conceiving sense, think? it's not conceiving the baby. It's conceiving that I'm sleeping with somebody else or that we can't let anybody know what's happening. We can't, you know, it's it's got to be. You know, we can do it, but we can't have everybody find out about it. So it's not the, the physical element of it, it's the social element of it, which is where it would be right, and the, and internal but, but also, problem, not an external problem. But the, but the poor girl, Alice, as an objective character, her, psycho her psychology, personally, is playing a big part of the, uh, playing a big role in the plot. You know, yes. trying to compel him to, to marry. I mean, you know... Perfectly justifiable, especially given you know the time and the mores of the fifties. But but still, her psychology is driving the plot to a great extent. Yeah, and she is the thing that is preventing him from succeeding. And it, and when she dies, so basically Raymond Burr steps in and continues that role, mm -hmm. sort of for her, representing mm -hmm. her. Right. But I mean, that's it's that's really the thing that's that is. That can torpedo his ability. That'll basically make it end up failure, as opposed to him have success and integrate and everything be fine. She is from the be the minute they, you know, start flirting, 
choose the that poison pill to him. I'm not saying that she's wrong. It's just that in the story, it's shown that this is going to bring him down. Mm-hmm. You know, from even though he was complicit in it, it didn't matter. It's that that part of because society frowned on that. You know, nowadays it'd be like, you know, whatever. There are all sorts of things, but the the social side of it, it would be like, <coughs> you know. Screw you! <laughs> yeah. You know, so I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think it is the overall story in psychology or manipulation with the relationship in uh, the activity. You know, which I think also you get. I think a little tiny bit of Alice, the very beginning part of it, the first part of the relationship might be stand in for it but I don't, I'm not sure you know stand in for the subjective story yeah I'm not sure it didn't it didn't feel like that well here, here's a, here's a question okay so that arrangement predicts that the main character growth is stop right so if he's a change character he needs to stop uh, and that certainly is, is consistent with his behavior with her because he's the one who is he is his own problem right, right. he exit on he keeps pursuing you know with each of those things keeps like he needs to pull back is he's not going to be able to grow, and then he finally does at the end. And then he's able to, to sort of not be at peace, but at least come to an understanding of his behavior. He changes, but it's too little too late to, right? Is that Right, and it really doesn't... Even though he theoretically changes for the better. It's kind of like he changes, but the relationship's still there. He tries to... He tries to kill the relationship. It's still there, so he really is—it's unresolved. The inequity has right. not gone away. Right. Yeah, the consequences of his actions are still going to be around. It. Right. But okay. So Dramatica why? answered that question, by the way. What was that? Stop. Yes. And beer. Yeah. So let's uh, the software, and we can. Yes, it, it it identified both stop and beer, but not. The resolve. <laughs> no. No, but you want to go in and play with the plot, the signposts? Go right ahead. No. That might predict it. <laughs> no, I think we will not do that. <laughs> I'll let the, the software do that. So, uh, we had linear center of action, option lock. Failure, bad. It definitely wasn't. It didn't, also didn't have the feeling of a personal triumph story. <laughs> Overall story of manipulation. And main character, we said it was fixed attitude. Okay, so that brings us down to 128 story forms, and you see there's the, the growth and approach. Growth is stop, approach fear, those are selected for us. Um, now let us talk about the domains, um, the, the concerns, rather. So we're going our th- into the theme browser, and we can look at top level. All right, so we've already had some discussion about innermost desires, changing one's nature, and obtaining. Um, hmm. Uh, in the relationship it was obtaining in uh, 
the main character through line we've been talking about innermost desires possibly or changing one's nature which would also put the future in um, Angela's Angela's concern do we have what other other um, choices do people see are you okay with those or could come up with more examples to support some of that or I mean obviously at some point all of them are going to show up but which are the ones that are consistent from beginning to end as I was watching the movie, I, I was feeling that for the main character in particular, just I felt like contemplations seemed to play. It, you, you could see all the different points. You could see the impulsive response, especially at the point when he's sweating and he, you know, uh, burnt, yeah, has an outburst. Memories you see at the end, it's probably his final, you know, signpost. But, um, I, but. I don't know. I, uh, contemplations jumped out at me a little that uh, he's, um, you know, uh, he, he's trying to figure out, you know, um, he's constantly contemplating, thinking things over, trying to, you know, decide what to do. Um, I mean, maybe it's not a strong argument. But. He, he <laughs> is, but also, but the innermost desire is really what's driving him because he sees uh, Angela. Oh right at the beginning, all the way through the end, yeah. and that, the conflict between Angela and Alice are, he, is what sends him into swirls of contemplation. Because he really mm-hmm. wants one, he's stuck with the other, and then he's like, ah, what do I do? What do I do about it? Yeah. You know, the question is, is that when he's, if you're, if he's dwelling on something, that's kind of part of fixed attitude. Mm-hmm. Whereas, what is the nature of what he seems to be dwelling on? Is it having to do with his just, just you know, about thinking? Or is it, you know, about contemplating something? Or is it really about his heart? What seems to be, you know, his, where his feelings are, his fears, his desires? Yeah, to me, that's innermost desires I, I see. Um, and that would put manipulation and changing one's nature which would be as the overall story integrating him into the social status. But you also could look at that as, as Alice uh, you know, wanting to become she gets pregnant she also wants to get married there's some changing Yeah, she wants him to settle down which he's fed in the boat Right uh, And then the future with um, Angela well, it seems like that she just she just wants to spend the rest of her life with. Yeah, him. I mean they, yeah they want to get married. Or I, she's I impactful that. in that she she's what he sees her as the future, or I mean she sees herself as. No, I think it's the fact that she you know she says this this is where I, you know I want that's the thing that just amazes him. It isn't you know he didn't even doesn't even say it practically, you know he's afraid to say it and she's like. Haven't I told know. you I intend to? Right. Married. He's like, haven't I told you? He's like, yeah, yeah we're gonna get married. Yeah, I intend to marry you. Um, yeah, it probably makes more sense than that. Um, I was, although I, uh, I don't know, maybe it's a benchmark or something, but uh, it seems like that's a lot easier. To, <laughs> I'm straining to illustrate the other things. So. Well, can we rule out the past, understanding memories and developing a plan? Yeah, that does not seem to be it. How about? How things are changing, doing impulsive responses for the main character, and the overall story of playing a role. Definite signposts, but not overall concern. 
Right. So, um, so we were thinking it's. I mean, I, it seems to. Well, let's go down into into the activity domain, which is the relationship. And do we see things more in the thematically in terms of approach and attitude, self-interest and morality in the relationship, conflicts in a relationship, or prerequisites, preconditions, strategy, and analysis? Or I can pop over to the overall story. Now, our overall story, we're looking at rationalization, obligation, commitment, responsibility. I mean, just, geez, if you think about what's her name, yeah, Alice, and... Yeah. As well as the uncle and the and the mom, but look at the f under conceiving, um, permission, permission, need, and expediency. Permission is big. The expediency, you know, it's it's a social climbing aspect of it. Deficiency uh, is not bad. You do see, you know, the, obviously deficiency versus permission. Um, uh, you illustrate those. Well, you know, he's. Uh, uh, well, permission, obviously, because you know he's not permitted to to flirt, you know, fraternize with okay. employees. Okay. Permission from um, permission from the father, right, 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 the potential father-in-law, potential permission from. But here's the thing. But deficiency in that he's you know he's completely deficient in every. I mean he's he's he, he's you know he's got no friends. He's got no you know. I mean he doesn't dwell on it, but he sort of fills you know fills in you know. You start seeing a girl because it's like, well, it's like I have nothing else going on in my life, so mm -hmm. you know. But it's it's but that, that's why it's the counter to to permission. He's trying to you know fill, uh, you know, fill that deficiency. Um, you know, you do see expediency and need, although permission and deficiency that pair seems really strong. Um, but you know, uh, uh, <clears throat> so I anyway. I don't know if that's a stronger argument than rationalization. Well, let me let me do this. Let me. I'll, I'll go into the story guide, and I'm going to narrow it down to a couple of choices, so that we don't have so we have two choices, not just the one. So we'll so we have the overall story. Go to the concern, and let's say we want we said it's changing one's nature or conceiving an idea. So now that narrows it down to, um, you know, the possibilities, um, so that we pop back up the top. These are not going to be, these are going to be seen as benchmarks, signposts. I'm just curious, um, if what if, the, in the overall story, oh, in the main character, impulsive responses was the third act, the one that's that's in the boat. Just, just be interesting to see if that how that plays out. What does that end up doing? Um, Makes it the benchmark. Interesting. And uh, let's. Uh, well, it, it, uh, so if we look at our signposts, it has wow. It's picked all the signposts. And course, it has contemplation there. Um, gather information. You know, and an overall story would be playing a role, changing one's nature, conceiving an idea, developing a plan. Yeah. The main character, I think, Don't memories was stronger at the end when he's separated from Angela and just remembering her. 
remembering holding her. Um, well, that's kind of the the denouement. That's like the last bit. That's not really the whole act, though. The whole act is the courtroom. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, and contemplation works for that, which is what it, what it was when. Right. What, what memories, what were examples of memories anywhere else in the Oh, well, the development of Pine actually does kind of, if you think of it as the, as the courtroom, you know. I'm looking at benchmark for the influence character, too. It comes up the past. For the influence character? Uh, let's see. It's there. It comes up with, no. The influence character comes up with how things are changing. Hmm. If you have the signposts where uh, signpost three is impulsive responses, then the benchmark for the overall story is playing a role. For the main characters, impulsive responses. For your main character is all. Well, we don't have concern yet. Your main character is all the steadfast. That's interesting. Yeah, like I said, signposts sign will, will often predict that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> hmm? Well, so if we, let's say, okay, if we do yeah, say his change, then, then that's where the benchmark is the past, right? That's yeah, right. which makes no sense. No, it really doesn't. Really, there is no past for her. There's no past. There's just, there's no. Just present. We, uh, I mean, I don't. But between the two, and for him, I got to agree that he's the closest thing to a changed character. To me, you got two steadfast characters, and that's a problem. I don't think he really. He didn't go through a paradigm shift. No. Yeah, that's why. That's why it felt like there was a beat missing at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We were waiting to see him get fried, but at the same at the same time, it's like, well, we knew he was going to end up in the chair, so we didn't need to see that. But it still felt like, well, even at the trial, he thinks he's telling the truth. Did I change? It's only the priest that leads him to come to a different different result. Yeah, or a different result, or a different way of looking. So it's not like he was lying to himself. He's saying, I'm going to tell you the truth, you know, this thing happened, and I can't well, tell you actually, why. actually, we, we already I didn't had concerns. I, I started to, I was going to kill her, but then at the end, I changed my mind. Now, that's a very unique defense, mm -hmm. and one that would never win in any court. And it didn't. And it didn't, <laughs> of course. But, yeah, but nevertheless, remember. the point is, is that he's constantly... You know, looking with it, you know, he's, he's constantly yeah. contemplating. Yeah. And that's he, all he ever does. Contemplating. And, and, you know, can we say that on the boat? Well, let me ask you this. Change. Is there any way to interpret Angela as a changed character here? Keeping in mind that it's a tragedy story, 
which implies, not ne it's not necessarily tied together, but it tends to imply that whoever changes, changes for the worse. And whoever steadfast is kind of on the wrong side of things and stays on the wrong side of things. Is, is there any way to, in terms of the relationship between each other, is there any way to, I wish I could watch that last scene again, but to consider that there's any change in Angela's... I don't think so, because when he no. says, when he says, you know, when I'm dead, I want you to forget me, she does not buy into that at all. No, no, she specifically says otherwise. But let's look, let's look back at the, um, let's go down a little bit deeper since we've sort of narrowed it down to also keeping in mind that an impact character when an impact character is the change character that tends to be underplayed and sometimes even off screen so I don't know if that again I, that's why I'm trying to say is there any way to interpret could, could we interpret it that um, George's change is on, on the boat at the very end because he's all sweating and then she stands up and all of a sudden he's like now I want to protect you and sit down not according to the way the story is structured, because they they pretty much undo that by the comment with the, the discussion with the pastor, okay. because that's really, you know, it, that was, you know, were you guilty in your heart or not? And if you're guilty in your heart, then you're guilty. That was sort of the that was the message. I don't think it was necessarily earned, but that was clearly the message that they were trying to send. Yeah, it was really well, kind of stupid. You could be thinking of the other girl, but still trying to save Alice. But if you don't try to save Alice because you're thinking of the other girl, that's what the, that I was guess the that's message. That's what he was getting. At, yeah. No, that is what he's getting at. You contemplated her and you essentially let her die. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you were thinking of the other woman. Mm -hmm. Right. That's that Why was the message. Traveling. And he's always well. And he was always thinking about the other woman. Yes, always. That's why. It, that's why Alice really isn't that influence character because she's the one who's always on his mind. Hmm. Yeah, I knew this was going to be up there. Okay. I. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm, I'm focusing on the quad right now. Certainty, potentiality, acceptance, and non-acceptance. Okay, so you're in the conceiving idea. Un under permission. And I, I, there's some, I, I feel like potentiality, um, uh, I, I feel like potentiality is, is, is the big driving force somehow. That there's this great, you know, he's got this great potential. He's got this great potential to be you know, in the social classes, to, to be married to this classy, you know, beautiful, well-bred, rich girl, uh, and, uh, um, uh, there, there's, and and the reason he, he wants to get rid of the other girl is because it's ruined, you know, it's, it's blowing all that great potential. Um, and if he, if he is the changed character, then that's, you know, then, then that would be, you know, the shared problem. Um, uh, and then if you're looking at potentiality on you mean the main character side. Potentiality as the problem element? Yeah. And then when, so at the end when he's like, there's only one thing I'm certain That's certainty, yeah. right. Uh, yeah, that, that's that, funny, because yeah, I was thinking, yeah, I think the main character is always happy to use that potentiality. And I, and I, let's see, reaction... Oh, interesting. I, I kind of like for for symptom and response. It'd be reaction. Symptom is reaction, and the response is proaction. 
mean for the main character? For the main character. Um, uh, possibly. Uh, we haven't decided whether it's Stranger Steadfast yet. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, if we if we go if we assume he's a changed character, which that's easy. You're arguing. You know, yeah. if you I, make I, him a, if I you am, make yeah. him a, a steadfast, how things are changing. I don't see that in her either. No, I, I mean think, she's well, not judging that at all. She's to, not a terribly well developed character. No, and she goes from zero to one hundred, and she stays at one hundred miles per hour the whole way through. Yeah, from the first time she sees him do a bank shot. Off the, pool table. the only the only way I can say you've got you know the the past as the mm. is the benchmark. Yeah, I mean, mm. it's almost like I mean if if you looked at if you looked at um, Alice as the past, but that's not really. He sees the past when he's out with Alice and he goes by the little group of singers and he's reminded of how he was raised by the boy that stares at him. That's right at the beginning, yeah. And he sees the past again he's Why on the phone with mom and, and Angel is right there kind of teasing about it. How about this? She, she constantly is running with the upper upper crust in society. Would that, would the fact that she's now gone to the other side of the tracks to go for him have anything to do with that? She hasn't. She hasn't given up anything. No, I mean, that's the thing is, that, that that's the whole point, is that this, for her, it's, it's a, this is not an instance where you have an influenced character that's trying to influence the main character. It's just their very existence is the thing that's driving that there's forcing the main character have to deal with their personal stuff um question is you know I think if you look at potentiality as as the main character problem which again is the source of drive but it's also the source of conflict um you can see that as once he made contact with his rich uncle, suddenly motivation sprung up Mm -hmm. because now there was this potential that did not exist before that. There was just no likelihood. And so suddenly you've got this very driven young man who wants to better his himself. His lot in life. Yeah. um, You pick potentiality, you're down to one story. Right, and I think that um, you know the with reaction as the symptom and proaction as the response for him. What were you thinking about with, or was was you, Jim? I can't remember. One of the two of you were looking at that and saying, "Oh yes, that sounds good." I mean, he certainly. The one thing is that he does seem to want. He does seem to be more proactive. I think that may be where we're seeing the sort of the doer type of thing, because if he definitely wants to be more, you know, where he steps into the groups to try to participate, but as a beer, he's doing it by putting himself out, out there, but just not doing things, just sort of being a certain right. way. Well, I, I guess the question here way. is, when, if you say... Lynn's in a lot. 
He does do, yeah. When you when you when you talk about a, a main character symptom of reaction, does he is he perceiving the problem being someone else's reactions or his own reactions? I think it's a lot of its reactions to him. Okay. I think that's and and but also for his own reactions. I mean, look, you know, he's got these he's got this personal problem with this baby thing. And that is a that's impinging on him personally, and you know he's having a real hard time with his reactions because they're kind of going, they're tearing him back and forth. You know, mm-hmm. he wants to go one way, he wants to go another. It's right, like, and she's you know, she is saying, you know, you know we, you know, let's get you know her reaction to the whole situation. He's trying to deal with it. He and, and he even takes her to the to the the city hall or whatever. Turns out they're closed, but you know. So it's like, so he's 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 trying to be proactively dealing with those reactions, but they're obviously not solving anything. Um, right, right, because that's not where the it's not those are the, he's treating the symptoms. He's not actually solving the problem. Right. So he's dealing with her reactions, um, and and not doing a very good job. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I love the other. Bring up the reports. A lot, a lot of the, if you look at the, the master story form, a lot of the other like, issues and problems, and solutions and what have you, really ring a bell. Well, we have an overall story of manipulation, concern of conceiving an idea, uh, the issue of permission versus deficiency. I mean, I think that that. When you're looking at the overall story, that does seem to think that's really has, especially the work and the and the right. acceptance into the, the upper and class and all that stuff. Right, and it looks at because it's coming from a not from position of oh you you don't have anything you don't offer anything. No, no, you we'll let you in, we'll give you a job. So the deficiency is always the counter to that, like the. Like the kids, his his cousins going. Well, do we have to let him be part of us? You know, right. is he gonna? And the wife, is he gonna fit in? But but the sort of the it's coming from the point of the uncle though, who's like, no, let's he's one of us. Let's let's let him in. So not acceptance versus acceptance. On right the, on the right. surface level. I mean that that right. works works, works really well. well. Catalyst of need. I mean, even if you think of need in terms of his, you know, he's alone and he want, he needs company, and how that's one of the reasons why he gets together with uh, Alice. I mean, I, one of the things that I kept on thinking based on his physical proximity to her and the way he was just trying, I mean, physically almost, you know, dominating her is that this was one horny guy. He had some needs that he really wanted to get. He had an itch that needed to be scratched. Just look at you. No, no, I know, but his was the one that seemed to be was far more aggressive. But here's the thing: her need later in the story yes. is a huge. Yes, it's much more dominant. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And his wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe your <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> what about on her main character? I mean, unique ability and critical flaw. Unique ability of appraisal. Oh. Um, well, definitely. I mean, the critical flaw of repulsion. I, I think you got that with 
you know, what he's done. Um, the where he comes in, the country bumpkin-ish type of thing. Uh, you know, oh, other people's abortion of him. Yeah, I think a lot for him as a beer and as a kind of a passive beer. Not passive, not quite the right word. Kind of a um, not a terribly assertive beer. All right, he's not passive, but he's just he's not assertive either. Um, because he's just very turned and really turned into himself. Um, I think you see there. Are He's afraid of being... When he gets put off, then I think he... I don't know if we see that. Not really. Not really. Well, turning it around to others' social repulsion of, repulsion of him, I see that now. Well, early, yeah, yeah. not later. Later, they're like completely. That's not an issue. And well, of course, all repulsions. But how? Yeah, I was going to say, how about his repulsion uh, towards Alice? Yeah. Or, or towards really that definitely strong. put that definitely sort of slows the down because that's when he life with her being married and mm-hmm. we'll be poor. I'm okay being poor. And like, like, oh no no no. no. It does everything you can to delay, right? Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Mischief by that much. Yeah. Although, uh, issue of investigation versus doubt. Um, uh, That one. This is main character. Main character issue of investigation. Um, That when that pops up, that always kind of. Well. Okay, I mean, you have a little bit occasionally with the the father-in-law, you know, checking into him. Oh, okay, all right. Um, Well, okay, investigate. Oh, well, I mean, it becomes a literal plot point later on, but that's, you know, but how does this apply to the main character's thematics? Um, Well, I think in the the last act it becomes a big issue. Yeah, yeah. And also the way he handles it. Well,いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、いつも、い
he's open, it, it, that really could become a real problem for him. So it's not that it necessarily is actively causing one, but the potential for it could really be an issue. Mm-hmm. It's very eager to learn all he can about this culture in his own Okay. Investigating that world, that the big city, the the career path, and all that. What happens if I submit some ideas without including that? Yeah, it's kind of investigating. Well, investigating the potentiality. Mm-hmm. Um, relationship. We have activity, gathering information, which is learning. Um, um, uh, yeah, at least the perception of prerequisites. Um, uh, uh, I mean, part of it, you know, I think that might apply to it's like, oh, well, before you I have to come up to co- you have to come up to you have to come up to the summer camp. You have to come going out with us, you know. Right. I mean, all these these little things that he has, like, okay. But it even applies, I think, to it's like when he got the suit. Okay, he's like, I can't walk and step into this mansion, into my uncle's mansion, until I, I look nice enough. And, I mean, I think even that applies to the relationship because she's she steps in and she's all nicely dressed. He's all nicely dressed. You know, it's um, uh, uh you know, and, and again, it's sort of like it helps sets the stage for further, you know, uh, uh, development of that relationship because you know. Otherwise, she might not have ever given him a glance. Um, uh, the symptom of possibility, I think, is really quite nice because that basically first starts off with, you know, okay, maybe there's not that possible I could, I, I mean, it might be possible that I could be, this could be my girlfriend for her and for him, from his perspective, since we've seen the movie so much from his perspective. But the fact that it may be, may even be possible just is like, you know, really troublesome because he's got this huge desire for her, and then, you know, making it more probable suddenly he's like, oh, okay, great, you know. So he doesn't want to tell her that he's in love with her because what if he finds out the certainty of that? No, oh, no, there's nothing there. Then suddenly the probability goes way down, and you know, and. Um, I mean, again, in this case, since it's a growing um, uh, relationship, the, the problem is of potentiality is still the driver mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. And uh, uh, and if solution gives it sort of gives it closure, and even even if it sort of ends in a failure, and for on the on the relationship side, you know, the certainty of you know don't ever think about me again. Um, this it's over, <laughs> you know kind of put, you know, puts a period on that. Well, but it doesn't. I mean, I'd say the thing is, is that there, it, I don't think that is resolved. Yeah. I think he tries to, but then he's walking to his death thinking about so, her. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. You're still, yeah. And she says, I'm still thinking about you, so, yeah, no, that doesn't, that's not resolved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In their relationship. And then we have our influence character, we have work versus attempt. Work seems actually to be Concerned with the present, that seems to be... She doesn't seem to be looking much outside of the immediate, just like right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and work is just doing what you're 
you know, things that sort of like you're normally do, not things that are outside your capabilities. And that, that's right. Right. Um, unique know, ability attraction, that's quite nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I think that speaks yeah. right Beautiful. to that. Liz usually had that one. Yeah. What? Yeah, yes, she much. did. Yes. Except those pointy bras, not not good. Yeah. <laughs> and what about the popcorn bra, the popcorn top? Oh yeah, that was the her first thing. dress. Yeah. That was very strange. Hey, give her a break. She was seventeen years old when she. Wow. Really? I mean, wow. How many? That's how many girls did you know that could fill out a dress like yeah. that at seventeen? Wow! Mm. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would not have thought she was that young. And only had been married three times at that point. <laughs> um, yeah, she said when she, she actually kissed Montgomery Cliff for the first time, that was that was her second kiss. The first one had been two weeks earlier. Oh. <laughs> was that with, what's his, no, that would have been too much. No, I don't know. Oh, it was, I'm sure it was Mickey Rooney or something. Uh, look at the static plot points under cost. I would have thought that would be the future. So his life is in the present. Well, no, this is the overall story. So this is going to be about the social climate. Um, I don't think anybody's... The only person's future that would have been, you know... Probably, but where you might be. You know what's else. really interesting about well, no, that? There's, is a, there's several people's futures. I think all, most of their futures, the family's future, the the uh, Angela's future, his future. Yes, but consider how, in the final act how everything goes south. It, it, there's some really interesting choices made that when when you know when uh, George is going to trial. They go back to you know the lake house, um, and it's all like kind of it's empty it's and empty, trashed, right? And, and sort of like oh you know you, but you you know what the costs here are? We're not you know we're not living the life that we used to. You well, know we, we that's the spot the spot has been spoiled. Yeah. You know that. It is interesting that they made that choice, um, and you know, you know Elizabeth Taylor you know faints on the rug and 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 it's sort of like you know. You know the enjoyable life that we're you know living in the moment. That's all over. That's you know everything's been ruined now. Um, so yeah, I think that's a really good way of putting it. Of sort of living in the moment as as the cost. You know, again, you look at the that's that's torture. Yeah, in there. Again, that, that's a, I, I, I saw that. I thought that's a really interesting choice that to show us that shot, that juxtaposition of that empty um, uh, lake house, and you know, so also after that point, she's in school, which is kind of like a row routine, boring life. Whereas everything prior to that, it's all like frolicking parties and out in the mm-hmm. in, on the lake. So right. Uh, she had a, a change in her life. Yep. Yep. Um, dividend contemplation, consequence learning, information. Um, 
I mean, yeah. Condition of the past, and yeah, I'm not, I'm not, they're not jumping out at me. Yeah. Well, the past I mean, and I, memories, I, those are the benchmarks. The, all, that group, they're all the benchmarks, and the, those don't quite feel like they fit. No, they don't. So, I mean, again, it's. It could be, again, that issue where it's like, we're just not sure whether to call this a change or a steadfast story form because it's not that clear. So what if we... Huh? Damn Theodore Greiser. Well, let's try... It's the original author? Yeah. Well, let's try the other choice that we had. Yeah. Which was... Let's make the overall... Concern um, changing one's nature. Let's just look at that that version. In what? In the uh, overall story. Oh, but, we had but sort of still had with the, the change, but still with the change, right? Um, that for now. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then let's. So let's pop up and let's see. Okay. So now we're dealing with in the overall story. We've got. Uh, rationalization, obligation, commitment, and responsibility. Um, How did you change all that? I can't. I back out and I go into the. Uh, well, you you can either do it here, back out of the choice here, but it's easier to go back to the master story engine. That's from that. I just I uh, take out the pro take out the problem element, take out the concern. I was. Yeah, you're only selected on that one. So that'll clear a lot. Um, so, 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 Pursue and avoid seems the closest to anything that. Yeah, but not faith and disbelief. No, um, there's a lot of temptation and conscience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Control and control. Um. Mm hmm. Actually, I don't think these really are nearly as. Good choices. Mm -hmm. I hate to say it, but I think we were in the right area. Yeah. Okay, so and again, I say it's not a perfect story form because I think I I I have to agree with Carl. I feel like there's two step ass characters here. Yeah. It doesn't quite yeah. this the story form doesn't quite fit what this movie or, or doesn't quite. So if we if we just. If we make it a steadfast character, let's just see what our other choices, how they come out. So, um, the benchmarks become progress, doing, being, and impulsive responses. That's better. That's a lot better. And the benchmark in the overall story is playing a role. The influence character benchmark is how things are changing. Yeah, Relati seeing a ride go downhill. Yeah, relationship is doing, mm -hmm. and the main character is impulsive response. That I mean, that 
That just sounds a hell of a lot better. So, but, so you, but, have... but you but you might have to, okay, if we're still going, you might have to change the elements um, to put potentiality as the symptom rather than the problem. I'll only, okay, all right, hang on. Induction, hang on, induction, induction and deduction. What are you um, using as your concern for the overall story? It's the same. The it's overall story, it's still um, conceiving an idea. Oh, I see what you're saying. We need to, if we liked our main character being potentiality, we need to rechange. We need to change that. Yeah, if, it's the, if that's the crucial element, then that needs to become the symptom. So that would go over to the main character problem as potentiality. Oh, are okay. Potentiality. All right. Does that make sense? Either make it the yeah, it is. Issue of need. Oh, I don't like. Oh, I don't like these choices. I mean, the, it has a relationship. Inhibitor is attraction. Okay, go, go back. Go back to. Um, go back and, and instead of making potentiality the problem, make potentiality the symptom. All right. Okay, that kept everything else the same. And then it becomes, uh, then it becomes the uh, objective story problem is not acceptance. Uh, solution is acceptance, but it's a failure story, so uh, right. not acceptance can kind of. Potentiality uh, and certainty. Right, as a symptom response instead of problem solution. Um, let's see. Influence character, problem is not acceptance, solution acceptance, symptom reaction response proaction. Relationship, problem is not problem is not acceptance. The solution is acceptance. Um, I I don't like this nearly as much. I mean I like the elements of it. I don't like the problem as <coughs> reaction for the main character. Yeah. Well, there you go. I think that what describes this movie is somewhere between, somewhere in between those two story forms, and that's that's the change steadfast problem. Because I think the overall story doesn't quite fit where the main character and the other through through lines are, but the big picture doesn't sort of. Yeah, and the cost is still present. No, actually, the cost should be how things no, are changing. No, the cost is present. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. How okay. things are changing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's the the that's the second group before that's changed. Right. <laughs> requirements playing a role. Prerequisites. Requirement. Okay. Requirements playing a role. I I, can, I like that. Prerequisite to requirements doing. Preconditions how things are changing. Or warnings, yes. impulsive responses. That's not. See, those aren't bad. I, I like yeah. those better. Yeah. We changed. Changed. We from changed it. to steadfast, and then we changed uh, potentiality to the symptom. So it's still a crucial element, but um, so we had to change that to fit um, steadfast story form. I like the benchmarks a whole lot better. Yeah. 
static plot points. Well, static plot points are that the second group of four are the benchmarks. Um, but the, the first group of four is the same as the, as the other one. Right. So conceiving an idea and then uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I like that better. Main character. Okay. You mean when I did when I had it? So the So what? If the main character problem is induction, what exactly does that mean? He's okay. Induction is uh, uh, trying to solve a problem by uh, uh, taking one bit of data and trying to interpolate that into a bigger scenario, right? And the, the, the deduction is taking a broader scenario in order to deduce a, a smaller Not, piece of data. And, and induction right? is the method of thought that determines possibility as opposed to deduction which is certainty so induction is that if something is possible then that creates the drive the certainty would then resolve that drive but which is kind of it's okay I, I, don't, I don't like it quite as much but Okay. But it doesn't I think it I think of the spoiled. Pardon? Actually we're story form spoiled. What does that mean? We have some that really have matched up so nicely. Well, right. I mean I think the fact that we were not really it's really easy to answer so some of the e some of the more basic questions is indicative that we're probably gonna run into No, we ran into a problem with fledge. Oh yeah, we yeah. could we could not we couldn't do anything come up and, and older much. older comedies tend to have very story light. Yeah. So. Well, just because they're you know they're they're, they're like taking pieces. They're going for a yeah. the joke. They're going for a joke, but they're also just like here's a piece of one story, and now here's a piece of another story, and right. they don't quite add. They don't really add up. Exactly. Um, and in this case, I think you know I, I you know we didn't quite get that final period on the end of the thematic sentence that says this is the, the moral of the story. And yet the well, story we did, works. It was, it was told to us that we just wasn't so argued. Yeah. And yet the story works. Oh, it's a very compelling movie. Except it's, except the part after the trial's over, then it just sort of, it does drag a little bit. It's kind of like I mean, it's not yeah, that long. Yeah, it's an epilogue. Right, right. It's, 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 no the story is already that. done at that point. Mm -hmm. With the exception of him accepting, right? Well, the overall story is done. Yeah, it's just not the main the character or the relationship. Right. Well, you do have non-acceptance and acceptance in, in this main character version. So, you know, somewhere in that area, it didn't just it didn't quite fall down to a precise, um, completely focused argument.
And part of it is because the main character was really it was very it was steadfast. Well, <laughs> I, I, well, I wonder. It really was. Anybody, any other story we would have said, yeah, we steadfast. We wouldn't. Have. And yeah, because we're looking it for evidence. Really of what obvious that the influ influence character was changed. But again, it's one of those things where it's like you know, if, uh, if if you know, a different model of Dramatica where it's okay to have two steadfast characters or two changed characters, then how would the you know dynamics line up? Yeah. Uh, would would that you know different? Well, you have your homework assignment. Yeah. <laughs> so with, with failure, with, with, with the influence, with the influence characters that fast, but he fails, the main character would still have to change and you know, according to theory, the failure itself is mm -hmm. in the failure. Failure is in the overall story, so. Yeah. A, but, but then you got the good and the bad, but so how well, how they're integrated depends on the uh, on depends on the story because sometimes failure you know success failure good bad are necessarily tied together sometimes they're inversely tied no. together where you can only have a success bad or a failure good and sometimes they're hardly connected at all it's like you know Hamlet is you know you could argue you know Hamlet is a changed character and you could argue argue that he changes in the appropriate way but still a tragic ending way, way too know. late. A more recent story, if you saw the, the Sam Raimi movie *Drag Me to Hell*, you know, although you know, it depends on how you analyze it. But that that ends, you know, I, I she changes in a way that she's supposed to. She finally stands up to, you know, to the person she needs to stand up to, but she still ends up going to hell. So it's you know, it, even though she changed in the, you know, supposedly she changes too late. Yeah, or it doesn't make a difference. Right. It's just, it's, you know, fate is going to be, you know, it's going to play it out. But the theme can't be demonstrated for the influence character. said you should change course, he doesn't change course, and that causes failure. And it proves that you should change course. Yeah, it depends, you know, it depends on the story. And it is tough when you have a tragic ending. You know, most of the time when you have a happy ending, it's because the main character changed in the proper way, and that, you know, caused success. You know, Luke, you know, embraced the Force. You know, well, yeah, and that's how it's most. Main character changes. But when you have a, a tragic ending, um, it, it, I don't know. It, 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 you don't see it as often that the, the that the character arc is necessarily, t you know. Causes the, the the ending, you know they may. Really? Well, that's what I'm saying. In Hamlet, he changes. You know, he finally you know goes from a beer to a doer, but it's too little, too late, right? And it still ends up tragic, even though that's what he needed to do all along: is get out of his head and start taking action. But he doesn't do that until it's way, way too late. So, um, right. Well, no, no, he does. He, in, in other words, he changes, but. The problem is, by the time he's changed, the goal is long gone. Right, it's long gone. Now he does kill King Claudius, and that's—I mean—that's the proof that he's changed because, at the very beginning, he's handed the information about Uncle Claudius killed your dad, 
and he doesn't do anything about it. He's given the knowledge, he thinks it away. At the end, he's given the knowledge that Uncle Claudius has just poisoned Mom. Does he stop to think about it? No. He just immediately acts. Awesome. You know, and, and kills him. So, I mean, that's how we know he's com- he's well, not the same person. Then, then is it possible that even though it's it's a, it, it ends up bad for the story judgment that it's it's actually success because it's no no because it, because at that point the whole point of it was remember the goal in that is memory and it's everybody basically wants to forget King Claudius's you know, King Hamlet's mysterious death it's like let's let's move on you know you let's get married let's you know let's and the end Hamlet's there going, wait a minute, wait a minute, uh, hello, you know, we had this great king, all this stuff, and you guys don't want to talk about it, just, just sort of sweep it under the rug, that's, you know, this is not good. Right, not so healthy. Just the it's, fact that he can't kills King Claudius does not, does not... No, it's unrelated. It's, it's unrelated a, to yeah, the... Yeah, all it is, is though, is it, it does doesn't prove. really avenge... No, I mean, the, because why is that, fi- in the final duel, what's happening in that? He's acting as King Claudius's champion. Hello, yeah. somebody's lost sight of the ball at that point. He is completely, you know, he is that that goal is long right. sail. You know, he's but not. Again, but that's where that's where the character's arc uh, actually is not tied into the ending, and so that's why you know. Well, he's not. A, it's. I mean, that's one where it's it's not a it's not a a, a leap of faith character. There's not a moment where. He has to make a conscious choice, and one way or the other, and that leads that that's tied to the success or failure. That's one where he, he has changed over the course of the story, and that's why there's no oh, it's a failure story because it's not a because it, just like that people lose sight of the goal, and he, and he as protagonist loses sight of the goal, and as the main character he has changed so. All those things sort of transition over the course of the story, so it's not this like in-your-face thing, like you know Richard the Third or or, or um, uh, Macbeth, where they're very, very the, the the failure of Macbeth also is met with the failure of his attempt to usurp the crown, the fa- you know the, the family line. Uh, same thing with with Richard the Third, his attempt to usurp the family, the, the family line, the crown, and, and have it you know, go down his line, it, it ha- coincides with you know him tragically failing. Right. So, but is it is Macbeth pretty much steadfast? Macbeth is pretty much steadfast, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but again, you know, it, it it gets down to you know, okay, if if you have a steadfast failure bad, you know, that implies that the steadfastness caused the failure bad. And but people always, people always, <laughs> as, uh, uh, writers always assume that the, the main character resolve is connected to the outcome. They do. You know, just like the judgment is sort of always connected to the outcome. That's why it's always thought of as a tragedy, not as a success, a failure bad story. Or as it's a happy ending. It's not a success good story. Because we just, Audiences just blend it all together. They don't, because they, they're looking at it in the finished work, and because it's in the finished work that way, 
that's the nature of the causality. It just appears to be the, the causal relationship where it isn't. They're not connected objectively speaking. But when you have the baked good at the end, of course it's connected because it's not only at the end of it all the way through the progression of the story that gets you to there. So in that sense that they are in fact necessary. That's that's so it does look like those things are one leads to the other, but really it's one thing exists at the same time at the other in the context of all these other things. And and together they create that ending, not you know, not, not, not necessarily that, that one of those dynamics is necessarily causal to the other. No, they are they necessarily are not. That's why you can have any any combination. Right. Otherwise right. you couldn't have any combination of dynamics. They are completely every single possible combination of them is allowable. But, so you can have a success. Con, so you have a change good and a change bad, and a steadfast good and a steadfast bad. So the fact that you change doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work out for you. Hmm. You know, change bad in Hamlet's case, steadfast good in uh, um, what's his name, uh, uh, Gladiator. They both die, but you know, dying in one is fine, and the other one it's not fine. So it's there is no there's there are no absolutes when looking at it sort of from the god's eye view of an author. But guess, everything appears to have complete absolutes when you're looking at it from the audience's perspective because this is the way it is. I guess my question then, and I think the question is why does if the main characters Steadfast. Why does the impact of character have to change? Why can't the two steadfast characters head up against each other and there's an outcome whether they either of them change or not? Because part of the meaning in a story, in this particular kind of story, there are stories where you can have two, two um, change characters, two steadfast characters. They're not Western stories. Um, but the reason is that when you're looking at a dynamic pair, you're going to be sh basically in order to in order to understand what something how, what it means to change, you have to see it in the context of what it means not to change. Otherwise, what's your point of reference? Now, something is only changing when you're comparing it to something that isn't changing. Okay, because they're both not changing. Did, did it does, it doesn't fall under the definition of a grand argument story. Right, no, so if yeah. both things don't change, then what is it that... The, it's kind of like saying I've got these two completely unrelated events and something happens. How does it connect to those? How do you, ex how do you explain the connection between those? No, events happen, sure. But in order to make sense of them, we use certain measurements, you know, certain ways of looking at the world to see how things work. And one of those is, what's the immovable object, you know? And if I've got two things that are immovable, well, nothing's going to move. Unless one of them happens to be more immovable than the other, and that forces the one that, the other one that appears to be immovable immovable actually isn't. And that's usually what it is. It's the, the appearance 
is at the beginning is that they're both absolutely solid, rock, rock solid, or both fluid. But the reality is, is that within a certain context, one actually is more, uh, more solid than the other. You know, it's better to think of it not in absolutes as you know change and steadfast, but one is one has a one is more firm than the other. You know, that's the other way of looking at it. The way we, we use the words in here are very binary. The reality is is it's very analog. I mean, but you need to be able to communicate that binary element of it, even if you soften it with all sorts of other stuff. So how do you make something that's a success? story less of a success. Well, you throw huge costs on it. That's what's called a pyrrhic victory. Mm -hmm. You know, something that you win, but, you know, the costs may be way higher than what it is you win. So that's how you can turn that black and white success failure into pretty much any shade of gray you want. Or, I have a failure, but you throw a whole bunch of dividends in there, and suddenly it's like, well, okay, what I was originally going for didn't work out, but Look at what I got on the way, you know. You know, I got the winning Lotto ticket. <laughs> you know, it's just like that was happened on the way, and I wasn't planning on it. And certainly, and yeah, I didn't get it, the other thing I wanted, but boy, this is a great consolation prize. So there's the see, and that's the nature of all of these things. When you look at them one at a time, they look really black and white, but when we experience them in a story, we really do see them as, as harmonics, like we see a happy ending, which is built up of a couple things, or a tragedy, which is built up of a couple things. You know, just like when we have a fish out of water, that you have a doer in a, in a, in a decision-driven story, or a beer in an action-driven story, you get that discomfort of that main character trying to work in a world that doesn't function the way that they prefer. Or, you have the ones where they're very comfortable, you know, and those are the, so when we are experiencing this story, those are the things we pick up on, those harmonics, you know, the chords, we don't necessarily hear, hear each note, we hear the chords, and that's why they always seem to be connected, that's why they change good or success, you know, and all those things seem to be connected when we hear them, because we hear them as a chord, and we don't need to pick them out because it either is resonating and it's working or it's not resonating and something is out of whack. And we'll always pick out the thing that's not resonating as the thing that's not working. So let me ask on this story. Sure. We're at the end, we're, confused. we're not able to decide 100% whether to change or didn't change. Or, and, and given the theme, which I'm not clear, which story form ended up being the final, the, the closest, what does it matter if he changed or didn't change? What does that, what would that affect in the argument? I mean, as far as, if we don't know that he changed or didn't change, what did we learn? Well, that's the point. We didn't learn anything. Okay. But, except what they told us. And that's usually a big clue, is when they have to tell you what the story means, it means that it's not in the story. You know, the fact that they had the influence character disappear for the entire last act was really weird. I mean, it was very, very strange. Um, and it just felt like it's, 
all over overall story and main character, and there was just no no heart to it at that point. All the heart was gone, and only when she popped back in did the heart sort of start pumping again. But it was very brief and very vapid and didn't really do a whole lot. And he had sort of already kind of sort of been told what the meaning of his life was as opposed to him sort of understanding, coming to understand it. Um, which is, it's a little ham-handed. I think partially, probably due to the fact it's an adaptation and there may have been an awful lot of things that they just really could not get in there. If you read anything other else that Theodore Dreiser wrote, like uh, Sister Rank, Sister Carrie. No, Sister Carrie. Same way. It just, the end just sort of stops. Just drags out, and you know, you just watch this thing, and it's like, okay, let's just, for the last act, let's just watch tragedy go step by plotting step. And that's the way he, that's the way he writes. So if you're going to be you know, true to the way he wrote the novel, that's what you're going to come up with. Right, and I mean, frankly, the, you know, the the part where you start caring about, the stop caring about the story is about when he gets captured. After that, it's just sort of a logistical issue, and you're just waiting for the decision to be made to see what what's going to happen from then. Because nothing, development-wise, happens at all during that entire trial. The story emotionally, personally, pretty much, you know, we're hearing things we already know, we're seeing, you know, there's just there's no new information for us as the audience. Remember, it's really all about us. It's not about the characters on screen. It's really about what, what we're experiencing. And so when it just sort of die, dies at that point, um, it makes it very difficult to become re-engaged with it. And, you know, they tried to sort of tag a, a, a you know, here's what, the, here's what it means at the end, you know, by bringing in that, the priest or the pastor or whatever he is, and having him say, so what does this mean? Right. You know, it's like, okay. Right. I, thought, I thought they were going to turn it around and make and show that he was innocent. Like, uh, there were some things that happened, like when he got the rope on his, stuck on his right. shoe. Right. Or when the when the DA gets in the boat, like I was thinking, they were going to discover some clue of how oh he couldn't have killed her because this thing happened, and now it's all going to be happy again. Now, it would have been very unrealistic if they had, but yes. Well, You're such a romantic. <laughs> well, to me, that whole final act was odd. Well, there was an interesting seeing him what he's going to do with his his pregnant girlfriend and how he was going to tr- work that out, if he could, which he couldn't. That was kept me interested. But once she was dead, and everything just became hunting him down, and then once they caught him, it didn't matter to me whether he did think of Angela or Alice, or that had nothing to do with the rest of the story, whether right. he was a murderer or not. I mean, right, technically. That's, that's right. That, so that the like, story kind of, like, stopped you know, right. beforehand. That was Issue that wasn't the issue. You know, and of course they they signaled the first time you hear the you know the 
when he's first thinking about what he's going to do about getting rid of his girlfriend. I mean, my God, the music's so, <laughs> you know, over the top telling you, okay, he's really trying to figure out how to 86 this one. Which one an Oscar by no, I know. No, I know. <laughs> I understand that. Win for the win best picture or best no screenplay? score? Oh, that's score. Didn't it also okay. win right. screenplay? Screenplay. Yeah. Uh, director. Yeah. But I mean, it just was. It was one of these things where they were they were using all sorts of ways to indicate what's going on inside because he's not a talker. Right. He does not reveal stuff, so they had to do it in all sorts of clever ways. You know. But then, you know, his whole thing of hide this fact that he got this girl pregnant. Once it came out that he, I mean, not only did that come out, but that he had potentially killed her, and yet the family he's trying to hide it from, they're the only people hiring his defense, and she still loves him. So, it's like well, but a very but what he, well, what he said was is that as long as they thought if he he said if he was innocent, then they would support him. If they if he was not, then they would. Not. What I'm getting at is, which of course, then at the end, he, is sort of throughout yeah. the throughout. Originally, he didn't even have a murder issue. He had a pregnant girlfriend as his right. problem. Don't let anyone know about the pregnant girlfriend. Not only did they learn about that and still not hate him. <laughs> no, no, you noticed that they didn't bring up the fact that she was pregnant. Well, at all. At all. No, sure. at all. That never came up. Well, but Which was, yeah. nowadays, would have been very suspect with all that, you know. Oh, that's true. Oh, no, my God, God they would have brought that up. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, that would have been... Second, that yeah. would have been the headline. Yeah. Right. But the family and the Vickers didn't care. They seemed to still... That wasn't an issue to them. It was a matter but, of what he... Well, because it was only a girlfriend. Not that it was a pregnant girlfriend. They, they, they really didn't bring that up. And it's a word of belief, which they didn't know. Well, they had the doctor on the stands, but they didn't say what kind of a doctor he was, well, or, and, you know, and, or what the testimony was. was. No, they had the OBGYN oh, doctor or whatever. Abortion doctor. No, he wasn't an abortion doctor. Well, he was a he, he was, was a baby doctor. He, right, he's an OBGYN, but he was have not done an abortion. Apparently, is what they thought. Well, she was hoping he might, but he wasn't that kind, and. They, but I don't, you know, they didn't even imply that he, because the whole patient-doctor confidentiality, they, they didn't even bring that up. I mean, it was not, there wasn't a whiff of it, which of course would have, was that, that additional part of the conflict. It was, yeah, it was very weird because the sensibility was very strange from where we are now. But the idea is that you know, it it's all goes back to that initial inequity where he ch- he crossed a line, you know, professionally and sort of personally, and he shouldn't have. And then this is the big, you know, social. You know, you're going to go. You're going to die because of this. You know, because it's socially and morally reprehensible what you've done. Right. He's still trying to have his cake and eat it too, and that's, that's right. kind of the and argument. It's like. You know, the, the, the argument should have been, you know, you should have manned up from the very beginning and just sort of... And he never did. Right. I mean, at the end, he still didn't, really. And, you know, right, and, and that's and why, if, if they had done something different with Elizabeth Taylor's character, if she had somehow reinforced that argument that you should have manned up in the first place, and I may not love you, but at least I would have respected you, or something like that, then that could have indicated... No, I, it would have been, I would, I, it probably would have been better if she said, I still love you, but I don't respect you. 
that would have been a much stronger point. That is, I can't control who I love, but I don't have right. to like you. Right. <laughs> right. And and that would have at least kind of, I don't know if that would have made her a change or a fast character, but... Um, because it didn't. It would have helped us make her a change character. Well, the next question is how would he have reacted to that? But. Um, Come back yeah. to jail? <laughs> no, he brewed some more. Yeah. <laughs> Sweat. Did his yeah, relatives ignore him once he's old? We don't say. say that. We don't know. Well, the victor is going to see Yeah. And I'm sure it was in the book, but I haven't read it. This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com.